0: What's going on ladies and gents, and welcome to episode 71 of the Fuel for Football Podcast. I'm your host, Sanchez Bailey. And here we are, another episode, another week of football. What can I say about football um, as of late? Um, I guess I'll be remiss to not mention Benzema. So to, congratulations on to him. He has been voted the best player in the world, basically. You know, he's won the Ballon d'Or last year and it's nice to see the Ballon d'Or kind of back up and running. I feel like um, it's had to build a bit of momentum again following COVID, I guess, because like after COVID, I think 2020 didn't have one. Then he had 2021, which didn't feel... Messi just won it. It just felt like a bit of a recovery situation. I felt like this year, it really felt like the Ballon d'Or again, essentially, you know, and credit to the other players that were involved. I do not know... Uh, hold on, I don't really know the winners actually But I know Courtois won one for the keeper I don't know who won it for the ladies um, uh, Gavi won it for the for the young, the golden boy That's what we used to call it anyway um, Awards and I don't know who won the Pushka, I think Which is the goal of the year award But it's a nice time for players to be appreciated And, you know, let's just speak about Benzema for a moment There's a, there's a really big viral picture that's gone out where I believe, like, uh, four members of the team won awards. Um, it was Ronaldo, I believe it was Sergio Ramos, Tony Crows, and then another player, I'm imagining the goalkeeper, Kalor Navas, maybe, I don't know, I'm just guessing. But they all won awards, and one of them was Ronaldo's um, Ballon d'Or trophy. And you saw ben- you saw Benzema, there's an image of him, like, standing maybe, like, 30 metres away from the players, smiling and, and applauding them, you know, uh, which showed that he's not a hater but also someone who appreciated them but then maybe even looked at that as motivation for him to be one of those players that would be there, you know um, there's a lot of talk that he has been a player that sacrificed him his ascension maybe, for Ronaldo's he was someone who probably didn't get as much goals as he should have been, but was someone who got quite a lot of assists so he was someone who was happy to elevate others around the pitch and to be fair this episode is geared around influencing others from the way that you act you know um and i'm when i kind of got close to recording a podcast i was thinking about you know what i've done something similar and i do remember there was an episode where i highlighted raheem sterling's reaction to a miss Um, i've definitely spoke about body language before uh, and it's going to be kind of about body language, but from a different perspective. There's so many things that we can do from a body language perspective that can help um, add value to your team, maybe motivate the opposition, or, excuse me, demotivate. How on earth am I doing a podcast? I'm yawning. <laughs> or devalue, maybe I'm a bit tired, devalue or demotivate the opposition um galvanize them as i said before and the same effects for the players as well but then also forgetting everybody else and all the outside environments or uh um influences it, your body language could really affect your decisions your uh, confidence levels your next few um plays in a game or even just your uh tenace- level of tenacity in the game from your body language you know your body language is a reflection of actually what goes on in your mind if you're walking on the street and your head's down and you're frowning i'm not going to say 100 percent of the time but it might be that you're not in the greatest of moods in mentally right if you're someone that's walking with your chest high um and you've got like a nice little sort of swing in your step there might be quite a few positive things going on in your mind right and so just from using those two examples, you're able to kind of see how important or how telling, um, or how much of a glimpse into someone's mind you can make simply from just their body language. And this is gonna be probably like a footnote episode to be honest with you, because it's more about an episode for me to t- kind of paint a picture, let you kind of uh, see how it can look, reflect on your own performances, um, and the actions, and then make a decision or make a, a response to that very soon. And so, um, I want to talk about, excuse me, goodness me, I want to talk about the process of you being substituted. Now, there's not one player on God's green earth that likes to be substituted. Nobody likes to be substituted, early, late, or whatever the situation, right? only if you're shattered and you want to just come off right or maybe you're getting thrashed and then you just don't really want to be involved anymore but there's not many other scenarios where someone's happy to be coming off the bench and that's because players are competitive and i guess sometimes a player can always feel that any moment could be a part of the game that you want to be involved in or any moment you could be impactful and so um yeah let's picture that so no one is going to be completely happy that they are uh, a substitute yeah hopefully that makes sense to everybody and so every time you see someone coming off right you could literally bet bottom dollar that in their head there is a bit of an aura of disappointment right and if it's not disappointment there probably is an aura of understanding but not necessarily happiness right no one's really coming off happy and so with that being said body language nine times out of ten is never really going to be the most positive right and to be honest I think I'm not saying that you need to have a positive body language. So don't take for any second, for any moment, that I'm saying that you should be happy and gleeful that you are coming off as a substitute. But let's try and think about what effect that could have. So let's just say you're, you know, um, our player, and you're coming off, and you kind of, you know, uh, throw the tape on the floor, uh, take off maybe an armband, um, you kick a bottle, right? Or you wave your arm in frustration. Right, we, all, we see all of these things here. Um, maybe it's a key player that's coming off. Maybe the fans um, in their head might think, damn, why is he coming off? But then you make that... Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but you make that... Gosh, I know everyone's screaming at their devices right now, trying to tell me the word for it. But you make that scene Goodness me, I don't know if that's the word everyone thought of. But you make that scene um, where you're coming off and everyone knows that you're disapproved or disapproving the decision that's being made. Now, if you are the an opposition and if you are a player that is quite influential and you, you've been someone that you know, has been doing their thing, you, as an opposition, let's think about how they would feel. Let's just say you was a player on a hat-trick or a player that was really a defensive hero in the game. They could think, oh, do you know, we've got a wave one here where one of the important players is coming off, especially the fact that you're making that, that, uh, that scene, right? So a team could think, okay, wow, we might have a chance now, to be honest, especially with the player coming on may, who may need a little bit of time to get into the game. So maybe this is an opportunity for us to actually make an impact now, especially because their danger man um, has come off. Right, so when I say man, I, I mean that uh, with no gender bias, and so um, the danger man has come off, and so that could galvanize a the team there. Also, how does that make the person who's coming on feel? That you know, there's two ways that they they can feel. They can feel like, damn, like maybe I'm not rated. So immediately your teammates coming onto the pitch feeling like, oh, damn, he's not rated, right? Um, or it could pile a little bit of pressure on the player to think that now they need to do something to make up for the fact for this danger man um, coming off the pitch. So maybe it could be en- enhanced pressure, which, is n- which all things that I have mentioned are not any favours for any play- player coming on the pitch. Um, because you're galvanising the opposition and then you now have a heightened pressure or expectation to now fill in the boots for maybe a great performance or something of the sort. It may even cause a seed of doubt in the person's mind and I would hope not, but what I'm trying to say now is these behavioural um, decisions that we make are not just the reflection of your disappointment. They have so much potential collateral damage that can really affect your, your uh, team and positively affect the opposition. And this is something where, as I said before, like you, what you don't want to be doing is making decisions that you could easily switch around, right? You don't want to be making decisions that could be the percentages that the opposition needs. You don't want to be making decisions that are going to be the percentages that drop the performance level of your current team, right? You don't want to be giving any unnecessary advantages to anybody on the pitch or any avoidable disadvantages to your team. And this is one of those things here. And maybe I might do a series on this where I could think of a number of things that could actually be the percentage of motivation that a team needs or a percentage of uh, demotivation or disheartening that you could actually have um, on your own very teammates. And this is one of them. And this is something where I feel like it'll be very important for you to reflect on your, your behavior, your body language when you are substituted. What can you do in the meantime? Yes, you're going to be disappointed. And, and you know me, every week when I speak about something where disappointment lies, it's okay for you to be disappointed. But guess what? Poker face time. You don't show that. Right? You don't show that. You, don't want, you want to be doing something that boils, boils up, motivates and pushes everybody around you on your team for greatness and maybe makes the opposition think, oh no, got, they're bringing on someone that's going to hurt us. Right. So what can we do? You could be applauding the fans, right? You could just be clapping. Maybe you could say something motivational to your teammates, potentially. I'm not saying you have to, but obviously every team and the, the, the stylistic individual has their own ways of showing their behavior patterns. Or maybe it could be a, a light jog, right? Maybe it's showing your appreciation to a player coming on, right? There are so many things that you could do that would not give that extra boost of motivation to your um, teammates, right? And even if it doesn't become discouraging to your opposition, what it doesn't do is give them that extra boost of motivation, you know? And so I I think it'll be very important for every player to be mindful about your mannerisms when you come off of a match. Think about how that could affect your team. Maybe think about how it has affected your team in in, in some instances, and maybe how it may have affected the opposition. You're definitely not going to have any concrete evidence, but what you can do is provide some associations mentally. right? Think about how it could affect the opposition positively um, to your uh, detriment. Think about how maybe some of those decisions have not been so favourable to your team. And these are things that I would like you to be mindful of and slowly make those adjustments to provide body language, to provide actions, to provide responses that are gonna be empowering for your your team, your your teammates, and what's going to be debilitative to the opposition. That's my message today, to be honest. Uh, You know, um, it's time for you to be mindful, take some time to think, take some time to implement some of these things, take some time to pass on the message, maybe pass on the episode, and now start applying certain actions that you would never really think could be a, a pivotal, and I say that with the exact intention um, of my lexical choice, pivotal to the, the balance of uh, the full matches that you engage in. Alright, that's the episode for today. Thank you for all the listeners, all the recurring listeners, all the new listeners. I love to hear how things are going. Um, You can message myself directly on on social media or even the football Football page itself. But I would really love to know those that are benefiting and uh, values being added to you from the podcast. right, take care and on to next week.